Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the new Inside Line podcast hosted by me, Chris Moss. In this new series we'll be bringing you insight and stories from the world of motorcycling. We speak to the likes of top racers, engineers and designers, globetrotters and journalists who recount some of their best and often untold stories. In this first episode we talk to MotoGP racer and test rider and former world champion Sylvan Gintoli who lifts the lid on his behind-the-scenes role of developing a factory prototype Grand Prix bike. So, the, I mean, the testing role, like you said, it is a, like a, a bit of a behind-the-scene role. Um, and it involves, well, basically what the job involves is um, uh, doing some, some testing sessions. So you normally test all day. Um, testing, like, a, normally we have, like, a, we have a, it's, it's quite, it's quite well, um, organized and and uh, like i said for example the, the testing day it's not just we're not just re- testing random stuff um it's all like kind of preset we've got a, a, a very strict plan on how things are going to go how many laps i need to do and and uh, and um uh, it's very uh, yeah it's very organized for us it starts in february you know in in the sepang test so i do both there and I, i've been doing so for the last three years so three day sepang zero we call it which is just the testers and we ride, so we ride for three days there, uh, full on, and then it's two days off, and then another three days with the with the other uh, GP riders. Right, so quite a, an intense schedule. Yeah, it's intense. I mean, the testing is is it's intense because you, you have to ride all day. Um, like in Sepang, for example, I did I did about three hundred laps in the six days, and yeah, it's it's, uh, it's yeah, you got it, and and you can't you can't go slow. You have to to be test. To be testing stuff and 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 for it to be relevant, you have to you have to like, go as fast as you can. So so yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, in that respect, it's um, um, you need some endurance. <laughs> yeah. need, need some endurance. Yes, I mean uh, you su- you surprised me by the number of laps there. You know when you've done it, I would imagine at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's physical job, so I've got to keep in shape. It's keeping me in shape as well. And then after, I mean, after that, we've got this is like the, I mean, this is the biggest one of the year. Like the first one is, it's, it's, uh, it's quite extreme, and it's in Malaysia, so it's very hot. And then after that, in the year, we've got so last year, for example, I had uh, three wild cards. I also did a replacement in Silverstone when Joanne was injured, and um, so I'm there for any replacement in case they need me. Um, and um, and then the wild cards helped me to, you know, to keep some to keep some like race rhythm, and. Um, yeah, and then we got we got we got testing between. So I got to Motegi to um, uh, to Japan quite a bit, and then we got other tests in Europe as well. Our, our testing in Europe. Uh, what are the rules? Can you test as often as you like wherever you like, or are you restricted? So the rules, no, the rules. There's different rules for uh, different manufacturers. So you know, in, we got the manufacturers with concession, we call it. So these are the manufacturers that don't have, uh, I think it's like three points or this is a point system where they have to like come in the top three and you score points. So Suzuki is not part of those now. Suzuki is with the main, uh, the the, um, uh, the non-concession concession manufacturers. The concession ones are Aprilia and, uh, and KTM. So um, because of that, we are quite restricted. Well, we're restricted with testing. We can only test on three nominated tracks. Um, except except the the official test, so the, all official tests doesn't don't count. But at the start of the year, the, the team nominates three tracks, and we can test on these tracks as much as we want. But within a, it's limited by the tire location. The way it works is each 
um, factory rider, so Alex and Joan, they have 120 tires each for uh, allocated for testing. And this is their allocation for themselves and for me. So basically, it's 400, 240 tires for the three of us. And is it policed, Sylvan? Yeah, it's, it's restricted and it's controllable because um, obviously doing any kind of testing without the MotoGP uh, tires are like a special spec. You can't just buy them uh, anywhere. They're all numbered. Um, when they're used, Michelin gets them back. They, there's, no, there's no tire going anywhere. So because obviously they want to keep their... Um, that know how and they don't want any anything coming out so the tires are all basically basically each tire is individual and they know where it is so they can control who uses which tire for how long and where and then oh. this tire gets back to them anyway uh, so it's quite i mean it's quite a lot of logistic going on there but, but that's the way they, they policy it now you were talking about the schedule when you arrive at the track if not before you know exactly what you're testing for how long is that very much strictly adhered to then, that, that schedule? Do you not drift from it? I, I would say that there is a plan. There is a plan and we try and get through the plan. Normally we can, I mean, now the, 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 test, team is a, the test team is a separate entity and we have uh, technicians and, and, and even on the managing side, it's all completely separated from the, well, not separated, but it, it's a separate entity. Uh, that runs itself basically, and then we have obviously close technical links with the with the the mother team. Um, but we we are now very very organised. They know they know what we're going to have time to do, and obviously then we got weather conditions and stuff, so we have to adapt as well. Um, but yeah, roughly we have we have a, we come to a test where the test is is, is structured, and we know um kind of you know what we're going to test and where it might go because if something is negative then we might just put it away and go another direction but we kind of like um yeah there's not much guessing it's uh, <laughs> running through the, the you know the schedule and and for me to give feedback on uh whatever we we, we test i mean can you give us an idea of the sort of things that you go to test specifically yeah we, i mean we test we test on every front we uh suzuki is very uh, we're all very curious, you know. We we want to understand where, um, uh, you know, where there is gains to be made and, and explore as well. So we test on every front. I mean, we obviously there is um, quite a lot of time they spend on development of the uh, and testing of the uh, when there is a new engine coming, because that is something because of the non-concession rules yeah. um, that we can't change during the year. So once the engine is chosen, we have to keep it for the whole year. So we've got to be sure. Um, and so we, we, there's a lot going on with that. There's always like electronics uh, just, strategies. Just going back to the engine, Sylvan. What what sort of things are you looking for? Are you trying to make the delivery as usable as possible? Basically, what you want, and every what every manufacturer is is, is after, is more power without compromising the character. Yeah. And how, what what sort of things do you need to change? Is that all done electronically once they've built the motor, or do they change camshafts and compression and exhaust systems, etc., to alter the way it delivers its power at the test? No. Um, well, I, I mean, an engine, no matter what engine it is, even if it's like a road bike engine, they all have a character, and yeah. this really is very, very, very hard to then. Um, to then modify or compensate for it. So basically, the the I'll say like a, the DNA of the engine, the way it's built and the way it delivers its power, its positive and negative torque, 
he's he's kind of like a he's kind of like a very very hardened water. So so once the engine like as in the block is is done, we know straight. I mean we 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 know we kind of know straight away if that is something that is potentially is going to be good or if it's uh, if it's not. I I can, I can feel that. I can tell that straight away. We work we work more on like getting getting um. Um, and then uh, like an engine character. So the, basically, the work is is not done. is is mainly done at the um, on the design tables. My job is to say there is potential in this, and we can make it work. Or let's not waste any more time. How honest can you be with the engineers? I'm always I'm always very honest. That something is not working, or that there's no chance that it will, I'll just tell them straight away. Yeah, that's the best way. Because otherwise, you just wait waste everybody's time. Is that very disappointing for everyone when that occurs? Um, no, I think it's it's uh, well. Obviously, we we, be, we we prefer to find positives, um, but then you can't always you can't always do. And especially now that we have a very good bike, it's getting very very hard. Uh, you talked about uh, positive and negative talk. What did you mean by that? The positive talk is the way they. The deliver the power when you accelerate and the negative yeah. talk is when you decelerate and that that is very important as well what controls that primarily is it electronics the negative talk no well you can you can kind of can have you can you can help with the electronics but again the negative talk is just like the positive talk it's uh, it's built in the engine it's the way the engine is designed right uh yeah, that fascinates me. Is it the way it shuts down its power? Then it's not just the slipper clutch. It's not just the electronics. Is it the way the the engine sort of reduces its power? I'll say, take a, a twin a twin cylinder bike, thousand cc twin cylinder. When you roll off the throttle, it doesn't feel the same at all as a four in line, and yeah. it will never it will never do. But then, in the in the same family of engines like four in lines, you also get. Um, very different characters so um so yes there's, yeah there's, there's, there is differences there and and the level that we are in, in gp uh, every little difference makes a mm. makes a eventually you know makes a, a like a podium or, or or not yeah well you mentioned that you've got three designated tracks which ones are they and did suzuki choose them uh yes yeah, suzuki choose them suzuki management choose them um, last year they were uh, Motegi because we go and test there quite a bit. I think last year was Motegi, Bruno, and Jerez. This year I'm not sure actually yet because obviously we we haven't been yet. Are they chosen to help you set the bike up for virtually any sort of scenario, any of the GP tracks? Yeah, it's part of it, and it's also it's also with convenience. Uh, every manufacturer at the start of the year has to. Um, has to declare their, fur, their, their free testing tracks. So, um, um, yeah, so that, um, that's that. I think, like, for example, Ducati have a Mugello and Misano and something else. Also, for them, it's really convenient because they can just go and test. So, for us, Motegi is great. Yamaha has Motegi as well. Uh, and Honda as well, because obviously it's easy for the Japanese manufacturers to go and test there. And Motegi is a relevant track as well. Uh, so, yeah, it depends. depends on the manufacturer as well for the like the convenience and and what they see in what the track can bring to them at the beginning of the year at the very first test is that when the bike is effectively at its worst and do you try to improve it from then on 
No, no, it's a continuous work. There's no, there's really no, like, you know, start of the year, the bike is complete. Well, not for us anyway. Um, uh, it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's a continuous work. Do you enjoy it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. I get to ride. I mean, this bike to ride is, is a it's a fantastic bike to ride. It's, it's a you can't. There's nothing else like riding a GP bike. So so yeah, I I love it. I like it, and I found it really interesting. The technical side is very interesting, and also the guys that I'm working with, the um, the Suzuki, not only the management but also the the guys I'm working with are great. So so yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. It's really fulfilling in in many ways. Yeah. You mentioned the fact that the motor gp bike is like nothing else i know that you recently rode the gsxr 1000 road bike but but is the motor gp bike in an entirely different league when it comes to performance i mean the road bike though bloody hell on track is something <laughs> uh, i mean it is really good the gp bike is a is a is a project that is a hundred percent designed to be a track animal so it's going to feel different is the GP bike well managed enough to be used on the road? Do you think, or is it a monster? Yeah, no. The, I mean, the engine, the engine, like the way it delivers its power, and that is uh, obviously you could not really use the power on the road because um, yeah, it's way too many. I mean, you, to be fair, even the road bikes, you can't use all the power. You, you know, they're they're very fast. Yeah. So, but yeah, you could. I mean, if you if you're fitting some um, some tires that would actually work. You know, like like say, say that would suit the the road. Um, it, it, you could you could use it. How complex is that MotoGP bike? How many permutations are there to get it get either right or wrong? Is it easy to go in the wrong direction sometimes with the setup? Or there are so many things that you can adjust, aren't there? With chassis, with engine character, it, it, is is it a is it a real test for you to get? everything as good as it can be yeah i mean we we uh, the suzuki team has a lot of experience with that bike uh, yeah. and i do as well so we yeah. kind of we kind of know what works and what doesn't so we we always wherever we go uh, and wherever the conditions we're always kind of in the ballpark if somebody was giving you a gp bike um um like in pieces and you have to put it all together and make it work and you've got no experience you're probably yeah that would probably be a, bit, a big job yeah. Yeah. how long have you sort of been associated with the suzuki motor gp team and test team now 2017 so from the start of 2017 so it's the fourth year so when you first began in 2017 was there a lot to learn then was it not so easy to work out how to progress no, no, not really. I tried the bike. Okay. Uh, the first test that I tried it, I, I was, it, it was, it was, it was a good test straight away. It was in Jerez, I remember. Um, no, because because I, I've got the track experience and I also experienced GP bikes before with different manufacturers as well of tires. Uh, I, I kind of the Michelin I rode um, a while back that I rode before, and uh, so so yeah, I would say no. The, the like my experience helped in in this, yeah in this respect. Yeah, I mean, on that note, I, last night I was looking at your GP experience. God, you have raced at world level for 20 years for so... Well, actually, I, I did... Um, yesterday, I had, um, uh, I had to uh, send... Because I'm doing a new website. Um, so I had to send like a, like a bio. Yeah. I, was, I felt really old. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I tell you, I was very impressed just reading through it. Uh, incredible career. 
yeah, um, yeah, it's been good. I've been I've been lucky to be able to make this my job for for that long. So yeah. yeah. What what sort of feeling do you get when you do get a wild card ride and you go and perform in front of fans and sample all the sort of glory of racing? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good to do the the wild cards. It's the, because the race is is different. But but I um, I mean because I'm not doing the full championship is it is different when you don't do the full championship. And um, I, I enjoy it very much, and it's good for my rhythm, for the testing. It helps, and that's why we do it. Um, um, but uh, it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel that uh, it is not as much like pressure, or, or it doesn't feel like like um, you know like if you do like if, if you do the full championship. But I abs- absolutely love it. It's great. It's always a great atmosphere. I mean, MotoGP races, everybody goes crazy. So. So yeah, it's it's good, and then when I can do a bit of a result, it's 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 nice. I'm happy with it. And by comparison, there's no glamour or a lot less glamour with testing. Does it ever get a bit tedious? Sometimes is it like a normal job? No, not really. I mean, I've never really uh, been there for the like the glamour thing. Really, I've never. I don't really. It doesn't really uh, do anything to me. Yeah. I, I just enjoy uh, riding bikes. And, <laughs> and uh, being at being at the track and trying to do well for whoever I'm, I'm riding for, uh, and 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 bond with my team and have some like good experience with that as as people, um, and it's great to have all the fans and that. But I'm not really seeking, you know, this um, like the 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 glamour side. So with the testing, I'm happy with that, and I, and I also very much enjoy the the races and the thing. You know, I've I've, I've won like races before and stuff, so I, I know how it feels. Uh, so I'm, I, I don't feel like I've got a chip on my shoulder. So I'm, I'm really enjoying this 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 job. Do you get real satisfaction, for instance, when Alex won at Silverstone? I bet that was brilliant. And 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 do you feel as though you've played a part in that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we yeah. all do. Everybody in the in the Suzuki team plays a part, um, and like I play a part as well with the, with testing and and trying to bring some ideas and and and, uh, and work out of this so it's like a you know it's like being a um what do you call it um uh, you know in a chain like you got loads of uh, what do you call it links links that's it yeah. it's like a, yeah. it's like a link in the chain, in the chain. I, I i i felt yeah in silverstone i mean i was really happy because i i thought i did a really good race as well so i was really happy i managed to beat a few of the like regular guys so i was like for me it was great and then when i got there i saw they won it was like, well, you know, like, like really, really, really happy. All the team were going crazy. Uh, the guys that, uh, so Stroan's crew uh, that looked after me because I was replacing him, uh, they were super happy. They were super happy because we won, and it was it was just such a great day for all of us. Yeah. What what sort of relationship do you have with Alex and Juan? So, I mean, they they they're great, like young young rider. They. They've got they've got a lot of drive. They and they and they actually really really nice guys. So I get on very well with them. Yeah, and they're curious. They always like come and ask some stuff and and uh, and they, they they want to play all the time. You know, they, they I mean play on the on the on the bikes. They always um, um yeah always in good spirits. So you know I, I get on really well with them. But but you have a close professional relationship, don't you? You talk about the bike and the developments of it quite a lot with them. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I don't tell them everything because they don't need to know everything. <laughs> okay, can, can you give, can you, I don't want you to give me a, a specific example necessarily, but can you talk in general terms about what you wouldn't want to tell them just? Um... You, don't, you don't really, they, they, uh, 
for them it's important to uh, to not get lost uh, into thinking that something might be better or, or or you know they need to concentrate on what they have because what they have anyway the team is looking after them so it's not for me to bring any doubts in their minds or anything like that do you, when you work with your technicians do you sort of do you make suggestions sometimes or do you have to do as you're told uh, more often than not Oh no, we we uh, it's very open with with ideas, um, and we we uh, we all we all um, um, we all share ideas and and uh, even the bad ones. Uh, it, it's important to uh, to have this attitude, I think, as a as a test team. Um, so we all we all very open, you know, into uh, um, not 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 every not all and everything. I mean, we try and we try and like focus the energy like, on what matters. But but yeah no we're very very open with everything yeah we we discuss everything and uh, sometimes we even discuss like some things that might be better for Alex or for Joan and we try to we try to really get like a big picture of the whole thing. I mean on that note, are you setting the bike up for those guys? You know how, how different are Alex and Joan's preferences for certain things, and do you know sometimes when you're testing something that it will suit either one of them more or less? Uh, sometimes you can get a bit yeah you can get an idea of because of their riding style and their attitude on the bike and some like in the past things that they've liked more or less you can get an you can get like an idea of oh yeah sometime I, sometime I, I, I would say oh yeah maybe this this could be really good for Alex or maybe maybe Joan will like that um and uh, but it doesn't go that far then then they can what of what we select they can then make they made their mind up my, that's another part of my job like selecting stuff that might be of interest um does it please i'm sure you've heard this yourself but does it please you to know that both uh, alex and juan speak highly of you and your influence over their results yeah that's nice that's nice yeah. it's nice of them because they don't have to um yeah. you know, they are the main the main guys they don't have to but again that's part of the uh, the, um, the spirit in the in the team everybody's like uh, really close together and uh, and uh, we we uh, we're working all together to get to get this um to get these results so but yeah it's it's nice that they 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 do they do mention it and they 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 uh, they have nice words to say yeah and you talked earlier about the fact that you need to ride very hard is every test lap like a race lap yeah well, what we do, I mean, when you when you when you um, uh, when you test, you you never really. I mean, the the thing is, you know, like like pro riders, you can, if you're like a second off of what you can do, you actually feel like you're going quite slow. So you never really test more than like aware more than that. You're like so you're always kind of there because everything feels natural to do it that way. So we're not there to. It's not a holiday. How often do you do a race distance, Silva? Not very often. Sometimes we do like longest run, depending on what we have to test. Yeah. Uh, but never, never race race distance. Not not very often. However, will you test a bike in end of race condition, like with worn tires and low fuel? Yeah. 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 Um. What? How technically minded are you, Silva? I would imagine a, a lot with your experience, and is that a is that a crucial quality required in a test rider? Well, I mean, the, the quality in test rider, you need to know what's going on. You need to you need to try and, and understand what's going on, and you need to feel what's going on. Like um, 
like feel yeah feel what's going on in the bike and what might be different um you need to understand where the difference come from because obviously lap after lap your tires are getting used you're getting less fuel so you need to try and you need to you need to like you need to understand yeah where where the 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 increase or loss of performance come from 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 what you're testing um so yeah but i i, I mean I, I i'm generally quite I don't know why. I just feel a lot from the from the bike. So this is this is good quality to have for for to be a test rider. And talk to me about electronics. It's a word that we hear so often. Uh, sometimes I think race fans get the impression that if you're good with a, a white lab coat and you you understand electronics a lot, you are bound to do better. Do they govern the performance of the bike so much these days? No. They're important because obviously managing that that power is um, is important, but they don't they don't they don't really they don't they, it's not the main factor. No. Okay, what sort of things do they influence? You know, engine braking, power delivery. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you can you can obviously set your engine brake, um, have like, the, the strength that you want, and um, you can set that you know for for um, um, for the whole like braking phase and then you can set up the, like, the the power delivery as well you can have like different modes of power delivery and that but they don't they you can feel the differences and and but they they, they do not they don't govern, govern the, the thing they're not the main thing they're just there to like basically take the, take the edges off what dictates a good day's testing and a bad day's testing? What 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 give me an idea of a good day and one that's not so good? Uh, well, a bad day is for for I mean the, the worst you can get is if you plan to do some chassis testing, for example, and then it rains or or yeah you get you get like like mixed track condition or wet patches and stuff like that. So you can't really it's like a waste waste of time. Mm. Uh, so that'll be a bad day when you. When you just can't get things going, uh, and a good day is just when uh, well, it's most days that testing are good because you just get going, get stick to the schedule, and um, and uh, yeah, and have a good day testing, finding out loads of information. How big is the team, Sylvan? Uh, it's just like a race team. So we have a we have a uh, we have three mechanics. Uh, uh, my crew chief Tom Tom O'Kane. Uh, we have uh, uh, the engineers. So Sadasan, my my. Uh, uh, electronic engineer then we have everybody in the background so yeah, it's, it's just as big as the it's actually yeah there's yeah, a lot of people how easy is it to communicate with your technicians and engineers i mean do, do you have a certain language that you speak in terms of technical terms and does it take time to learn for them to learn you and what you're saying and for you to understand them and what they're saying yeah, I think what you said is relevant. It's more maybe like uh, at the start when, when because when you come off the bike, you, you to give your feelings. It's uh, every rider has a has his own way, you know, and his own words to describe what they feel. So probably that's where the the most like the, the they need like a like a translation. They need like a Google Translate for riders. <laughs> Sometimes we talk a lot of shit. <laughs> so, so they they they. They probably that's the that's the, but now it's now we understand like now I just get off the bike I think they just look at me and they know straight away. I mean we generally have fun. I mean it's not like a you know it's not like a um, even though we we accomplish a lot of work 
we're still, you know, we're still, still relaxed and still joking and 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 chilling with everybody and um, with the the with everybody, the, the the guys from the team, the Japanese, the the, the engineers. We're constantly, uh, yeah, constantly just just uh, there's a really good atmosphere. There's things that are better to test than others. I don't know something really cool, you know. And then sometimes it's just like stuff that is not, you know, not as exciting yet. I mean, can you spend half a day testing a new fork or something like that, or a new swing arm, or? Uh, not. I mean, no. Normally, I mean, you, you just you for stuff like that. For most stuff, we never spend that much time to. You just know a lot quicker than that. You know what works and what doesn't. So you sure. What what do what does take a long time to get right then, uh, Silver? The longest is probably the engine because we really, really need to be sure. So there is a lot of work that goes on, um, you know, on the track and then, and then as well when, when, um, when coming, when coming back for the engineers, then they have to, they have to analyze everything and, and just be very sure that this is the correct, you know, the, that, that what we're saying is and, and what we're planning is the correct thing to do. Yeah. So, I mean, are you flying or riding all the time? Uh, not really. It depends. Um, sometimes I'm much, much busier than others. For me, the summer is very busy because, um, so the last two years been very busy because I also do the eight-hour Suzuka uh, and race there. So I do the testing there. Normally we have, we have like uh, this Barcelona at the end of June. Then there's a test after Barcelona. Then there is, uh, last year I was super busy. Uh, the year before I went to Japan for months. Um, and then last year I kept, like, I, I did the back and forth. So yeah, we had Barcelona testing Barcelona and testing um, testing Suzuka with the the eight hours so the Yoshi, Yoshimura bike, and then we had a test in Motegi, um, and then we had the eight hours Suzuka, and then the week after was Bruno, uh, for which after Bruno I had a two day test as well. So yeah, so the summer is is very busy, and then and then last year I had that, and then there was Silverstone because Joan Hurt himself had the test in Bruno. So I did the Silverstone race as well. So it 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 depends. Yeah, sometimes it's very busy. Sometimes it is you gaps. You have five children. If you weren't a busy tester, would you have ten? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy at home as well with all the children. Yeah, it, oh man, your your life sounds impossibly busy. It's crazy. <laughs> nah, it's not that bad. It's it's uh, you know like. like the children, they they good. They they uh, they look after themselves a lot. And then my wife is is great. She's uh, she looks after them really well. Um, and yeah, now they have to do school. Uh, like, um, so two of them, the two big ones, they they can do the the computer thing. And then the little ones, we like homeschooling them. And then yeah, and then they, the rest of the time they 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 uh, they just we just play or they they on Fortnite or something, ruining the the internet connection for us. Do do you think this uh, this lockdown and this virus this global problem will affect the GP season the test team the way Suzuki go about things do you think there will be some consequences to this day now we we don't really know um, how long this is going to last and and what are going to be the the consequences when we can mm. finally get back on track so we we just don't know do we. Well, I hope you get back on track soon, Sylvan, and thanks for taking us inside the world of a MotoGP test rider. Certainly not a part-time occupation, is it? 
I'm also not surprised Suzuki's Grand Prix fortunes have been steadily improving thanks to Sylvan's input and dedication. After the two wins in 2019, I wouldn't bet against there being more this year. Thanks to you also for joining us on the Inside Line podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on the next episode when we'll be talking to three-time BSB champion John Reynolds. See you then.